You're listening to the Catholic Bedtime Stories Podcast. Stories from the Bible and stories about saints. Toppy sleeps sweet and sound. Okay, so today we're going to talk about a story about Jesus. Okay. Because this weekend is Palm Sunday. Um, and it's about, we're going to have, they will give us palms. Do you know what a palm is? No. It's like a big green leaf. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a story about why we all get palms on Sunday, this Sunday. It's going to be different. They're going to go through the long story. We actually get to talk during the story. We get to say parts of the story. Okay. If you hear any little grunting, that's little baby Genevieve in the background. Just so you're not scared when you're listening to this later. So anyways, Jesus, when Jesus, people, well, before Jesus came, people thought that God was going to send a Messiah, like a savior who was going to help them overcome the rule of the Romans. Kind of like how the Egyptians were mean to the Israelites. That's how the Romans were mean to the Jews when Jesus was there. And they thought, that that meant that God was going to send someone who was going to be like a warrior or a king. What's and what a do you warrior? think? A warrior is like somebody who fights people. Who fights people? They thought somebody, God was going to send somebody to fight the Romans for them. But that's not what Jesus was, was he? Oh, and they also thought it was going to be more like a king. And what do you think of when you think of a king? You think of somebody wearing a crown, right? Or fancy clothes. And where do they live? In a castle. In a castle. But did Jesus wear fancy clothes? <laughs> or a crown? No. No. And he was born in a stable, in a manger. So he's not the kind of king that people think of, right? No. But he's still a king. And this is a story that kind of shows how Jesus is not really the king that people thought he was. Because if you thought a king was going to come into a city, would he be riding... Maybe, what do you think? A donkey. Okay, well, then I guess Jesus was what you thought. I would think if the king was coming, he'd have like a big white horse. Maybe he'd be in a carriage. Wear all these fancy things. But Jesus surprises everyone by riding a donkey. You're right. But somebody else wasn't surprised either. One of the prophets a long time ago said that, that the Messiah would come lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt. That Zechariah, the prophet Zechariah said. So he was right. So I'm going to tell you the story of how he came into the donkey. Jesus was or into the town riding a donkey. Jesus was coming into Jerusalem, and he sent two of his disciples, and he said, go in the next town, and you'll find a donkey tied up. And that's never that donkey's never been ridden before. Go untie the donkey and bring him here. And if somebody asks you, why are you taking my donkey? You say, the master needs it. What do you think? The disciples are probably like, okay, it's kind of a silly thing to do. But then they did, and they found it just like Jesus said, the donkey tied up. And then somebody did ask them, why are you taking the donkey? And they said, the master needs the donkey. And that was okay. So they took the donkey and um, and brought the donkey to Jesus. And Jesus rode the donkey into Jerusalem. And people were so excited to see Jesus that they were waving palm branches and laying down their coats and palm branches to make, like, 
like um like aisle way for Jesus is to ride on top of with the donkey. Like you know when okay, for example, when the bride comes down the aisle at a wedding, they have usually that big white long carpet and she can walk on the carpet. Within they put on the flowers like you did when you were a flower girl. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a special thing like that. People threw their coats down so Jesus could walk on the coats and the palm branches when he was walking in on the donkey because they knew he was special. And people were saying, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So after Jesus got to Jerusalem, um, they were going to have the Passover meal. Do you remember what Passover was? No. Okay, so remember when the Egyptian Moses told the Israelites that they had to have the special meal of the lamb before so that the, uh, before they, the Pharaoh let him go. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's what he was celebrating, Passover. Uh-huh. Every year they would remember how they left Egypt. Yeah. Kind of like how every year we remember how Jesus died on the cross. Right? And we have Easter. So it's the same thing. So Jesus was having the yeah, Passover so meal. Yeah, on Easter we celebrate when Jesus rose from the dead. And Lent is when we're getting ready for that. Well, well, is, well when he's rosing from the dead, so that's South Easter? Mm, I'm not sure what you're asking. Like it's South Easter when he likes to rose And when he rises from the dead, that's when we have Easter. That's when Lent is over. But what does when he's on the cross? When that's Good Friday. Good Friday? Mm-hmm. That's when we remember that Jesus died on the cross. And then on Easter morning is when we remember how he rose from the dead. Now, anyways, before all that happens, he's going to have what's called the Last Supper. Which I will tell you about more next week when we celebrate Holy Week. Is when we talk about all of these things again. But I'm going to tell you one story about the last, that's something that happened at the Last Supper that shows us again how Jesus is a king that's not quite like any other. So after Jesus, during the Last Supper, when they were in their room with him and all his disciples, do you know what Jesus did for his disciples? What? It was kind of strange. Um, Jesus decided to wash all the disciples' feet. Could you imagine what, okay, and that's is before they had cars, and they didn't have, like, horses or anything like that, so these people are walking in their dirty sandals in the sand all day long, all those disciples, their feet are probably stinky and dirty, and Jesus decided to wash them for them. Isn't that nice? And kind of strange, you wouldn't think that a king would wash people's feet, right? They would have their servants do that or something like that. But Jesus is not that kind of king. Jesus is showing us that even he will serve people and do things for people. Like, that's not fun and that's hard to do. Like, wash their feet. He's that humble. Um, Humble means, being humble means that you know that everything that you do well is because God gave you those things and you're not bragging about yourself. You don't think you're, like, better than everybody. You know that God gave you gifts and that's why... You're so good at some of the things you do. But it also means that you're not, you don't think that you're too good to help other people. You don't think like, oh, I'm too good to help somebody do their dishes. Or I'm too good to um, help somebody do something else, clean up their stuff. 
And so that's what Jesus is kind of showing. Jesus is too good. Jesus is the best. But he was still humble enough to, to wash, do such a dirty job as wash his disciples' feet. And Peter was saying, no, you should not wash my feet. He was probably embarrassed. They're stinky, maybe. Also, he's probably like, you're Jesus, the son of God. You're not going to wash my feet. Um, and then Jesus said to Peter, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. And I think that means that, um, uh, that sometimes we have to let Jesus wash us clean of our sins and we have to let Jesus forgive us. And then we can be closer to him, right? If we say we're sorry and he forgives us and we get even closer with him. When he finished washing their feet, he said, Do you understand what I've done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. And now you know these things, you'll be blessed if you do them. So he's telling us, disciples that that you need to go out and help people like I have helped you no matter how dirty or hard the task is even like washing someone's feet that's the end of the story all right that's the end of our story tonight say prayers in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for being the best kind of king there is, one that we could not even think of. Um, Thank you for everything that you do for us, and help us to help, to always, to to help others like you've helped us and everyone else and thank you for everything amen i love you jesus thank you jesus good night jesus amen father son holy spirit